What's going on, guys? I'm Alex. And I'm Steve. And this is Black Series Rebels, episode 45. Woo! We are back from our road trip up to Lucasfilm to get pancakes with Matt Martin. I would say it was a pretty successful trip. I'd say it was a stupidly successful <laughs> trip. I'm not going to lie. It feels nice to be back in our closet. It does feel nice to be back in the closet, but I do kind of miss the, the open road open road <laughs> the wind in your the hair. open road the wind in my hair <laughs> you guys don't know this but steve sticks his head out of the door like a dog yeah. when he's no not like road. a dog i don't know what the commercial is but it's like that weird creepy commercial with, with the, the pig, pig. <laughs> the geico Wee! commercial yeah that's me and he has the little windmills yes we have an amazing guest this week we are lucky enough to be joined by alex from star wars explained and we noticed i don't know did you notice that uh, there's some negativity surrounding the han solo movie no negativity around star wars i don't know did you notice that i don't really notice that. I that don't seems, know. That's that can't absurd. be right. Absurd. Tell you what, let's hop on Twitter and let's see if there's some negativity about Star Wars. I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> but let's do it. But you know what? We thought we would sit down with him and just talk about some of the things we liked, maybe some of the things that we weren't super crazy about, but it's mostly a positive conversation because I have a feeling in the news we might get a little bit negative. But for now... Thank you so much to Star Wars Explained for checking us out. If you're new to our channel, be sure to smash that subscribe button, blast that like button, and leave a comment with hashtag your favorite moment in Solo. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Hey, Steve. Yeah, Alex? What's going on this week in Star Wars News? Hey, Steve. Yeah, Alex? What's going on this week in Star Wars news? Oh, you know, I'm sure a lot of stuff, but this week we're going to do a little micro news segment. You know, I think, uh, I think, <laughs> we all I think, I think we've Wars all earned down? it. <laughs> I think we've all earned it. I think we're a little Star Wars contented out. <laughs> so, anyways, big news, buddy. Uh, I don't know if this is bad news, good news, whatever. I know how most of y'all are taking it on Twitter. Uh, so the numbers are in. As of Monday, Solo has made $103 million at the box office. Uh, if you Which is huge if you round up. <laughs> Just, it's true. It is huge if you round up. Definitely 200 million bucks. <laughs> 200 million bucks opening weekend, baby. Bam. Woo. Uh, yeah, you know, a lot of people are... Uh, you know, a lot of people got a lot of hot takes, a lot of think pieces, a lot of a lot of know, box office experts. A lot out of there. box office experts out there. Uh, you know, a lot of think pieces. You know, is too much Star Wars a bad thing? Um, why? You know, Star Wars is bombing. Star Wars fatigue. Star Wars this. Star Wars that. Look, all I know is is people are still talking Bing, about bam, Star boom. Wars. So Click on my video. Clearly, they're doing something because everyone's still talking about Star Wars. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what's your take, pal? How do you I mean, do this? Okay, I, I don't really know if this is a take. I feel like it's pretty obvious. I think there's a lot of reasons, right? And we, we do not get political on our show, right? But yes. we always hear the, the very trite sort of, there are a lot of reasons we have the president we have. Or there's a lot of reasons Hillary Clinton wasn't right. There's a lot of reasons, a lot of reasons, a lot of reasons. This to me is like the Star Wars equivalent of like, there's a lot of reasons there's not really one right answer. Look, there's a lot of pundits just like us that need something to talk about. Yeah. So I would say this, right? There's a lot of reasons. There's a lot of reasons Donald Trump is president. There's a lot of reasons Hillary Clinton is not president. There's a lot of reasons Barack Obama's president, right? I don't want to turn into that yes. on this show. So here's what I will say. My take on all of this is, it's a couple of things kind of wrapped into one big thing, none of which are 
a response or boycott or not being interested in mm -hmm. Star Wars. This is the first time in a modern Star Wars era that the movies have gone up against bigger franchises. Infinity War is the biggest movie event of our generation. Maybe Force Awakens tops that. Or Phantom Menace. There are very few times in cinema does the world stop to see what's going on with a movie. And Infinity War is one of those times, just like Force Awakens was. Avatar. Not even Avatar. Avatar did 70 million its opening week. It was an event because it had legs. It grew into an event. It grew yes. into an event. And honestly, Avatar is a piece of shit. Look, we can I'm, talk. I, yes, yes. We're not, not talking, <laughs> we're not talking about I'm, the content. I'm talking about an but event that everybody. The, but my point is Avatar, I'm sorry, Avatar and Infinity War are not in the same world. Avatar made a lot of money because. It was 3D. Yeah, yeah. And the I, only I, way I'm you could see it I'm was I'm literally 3D. just talking about yes. a cinematic event where a lot of people were talking and, and yes, to you the, had to go see after. To it, the it, which honestly, dude, if to be a cinematic event, you're the quality of Avatar. It just goes to show you what it means to be a cinematic event. Like I'm, I'm not trying to be not at all. Like, like Avatar all. is yeah. for me is a is a boring, boring movie. I, this one of the only movies I've fallen asleep in. in the yeah, theater. yeah, yeah. Again, I but literally just brought it up because the of... reason I bring up Avatar or whatever these events is, Solo is only what was it four weeks after Infinity War, and between that you have Deadpool. So that right there gives you two huge huge movies eating away at budgets for the month eating away at families' budgets for the month. It's not like everybody is just clamoring to catch Solo, especially knowing that it's going to be out on iTunes a month and a half later. So, I can't wait. I know. <laughs> I, 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 I don't want to get into the yeah, negatives yeah, 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 of this yeah. box office or, or if it's good or if it's bad or whatever. It, I, I just don't care. I'm so burned out. But to pretend that those movies have nothing to do with it, like, shame on all of us. Like, to, it has nothing to do with, I'm going to be polite. If all of the people on Twitter doing hashtag boycott solo didn't go see the movie, at best, that's a million dollars worth of movie tickets. If, at best. Yeah. Um, at yeah. best. I'll give you guys, congrats. You guys protested a million dollars off of the solo box office. It's still about seventy million under what Disney projected, so we can rule out boycott. Yeah, look, I'm going to tell you guys right now. I do agree. Avengers: Infinity War, Deadpool coming out definitely played a part. Well, I, I haven't even gotten to the biggest reason. I know why you I haven't gotten to the biggest, and yeah. this is going to play into that. I'm sure. This is exactly what happened. Lord and Miller got fired. There was a shakeup. There was what's going to happen three weeks before the, the physical production is supposed to wrap. Disney went, look, you guys can fire the directors and hire a new director, but you must make that release date. Whatever you guys do, whatever you have to do to fix it, fix it, but you must make that release date. And Disney wiggled a little bit and they moved Infinity War up a week, up, I think, two weeks. If I'm not mistaken, I think they uh, moved it up two weeks, maybe a week. But I God, believe could it you was imagine two weeks, if it was right? two weeks off of Solo? Solo so would have made thirty it, million dollars. Two weeks. Now, here's the <laughs> other thing people need to know. 
Lucasfilm does not handle the marketing of those of their movies. They don't. Disney and Disney's marketing team handles the marketing for those films. Ron Howard can, you know, disagree with them showing some sort of spoiler in the marketing materials and give them notes that he kind of whatever. They don't have to listen to it. It's the mouse and it's Disney and they can do what they want. The fact that this movie did not start getting any sort of promotions until... The week after Infinity War came out. Practically. And I'll be nice and sure we got a little tease like maybe two months before the release of the movie. Maybe a little drop of it. But I'm sorry. The marketing of this movie is the reason why this movie did not do well in theaters. I said it the moment we did our first trailer breakdown. Yeah. I was like, the marketing for this is really not good. It really is. The movie's nothing like yeah. those trailers. It's, but it, again, it's not Lucasfilm's fault on that marketing. And it's not... I, it, I, who cares whose fault it is? Should Disney be worried? Should Lucas... Like, uh, I feel like we can get caught in this infinite loop we of can. like what happened. Like, or ma- like feels like we're making... I'm not making excuses. Not at all. For the movie. They, they, they earned... Disney and Lucas Lucasfilm or Disney, whoever earned that box office score by treating that movie like its second fiddle to Infinity War. They and, and it is. To Disney, they thought, you know what? We're going to throw this movie on a weekend where box office numbers have been in decline for almost 10 years. Let's put it there. We they, What did they do? Pirates 5 there or something? And it was like the one lowest... Of the, one of the Pirates movies was what... Solo was projected to take its yeah, and it was like it's like it, those you'd be like Memorial Day weekend. People go to the beach, they go with their family, they, they get away, they barbecue. They Especially don't, after two weekends back to back of seeing huge blockbusters of huge blockbusters. If anything, it's not Star Wars fatigue; it's blockbuster fatigue. I know they had to make that release date. If that movie came out in August with zero it competition. Was that movie would have smashed. I mean, we're talking twice yeah, because what all it that's made. coming out at the end of August, early September, are really low budget horror films. Like typically, that's when you get your scary films, your horror films, your low budget. It's sort of what they throw maybe, away at the end of maybe August. Maybe a Blade Runner or a Taken. That's like a surprise. Like, oh, that's actually maybe. pretty good. Yeah. But I also want to preface all of this. The movie not making some astronomical Star Wars box office has nothing to do with the quality of the content in the film. Yes. None whatsoever. And I don't think it represents a fatigue in Star Wars. It represents a fatigue in going to the movies this month. Like, it's just, it's so crazy to me that we hold Star Wars to some standard where... Dude, Doctor Strange made... The same amount of money. Yeah, and that Ant-Man practically Guardians of the Galaxy won, but everyone wants to go, yeah, but this is Star Wars. Yeah. It's not the same. These are now the the funny thing is the first movie that shouldn't be precious is treated like a movie that's not precious. Yeah. And everybody's like, What's wrong? Yeah. Like, why isn't this the biggest movie that's ever come out? And it's like, that's because a movie that had a proper promotional rollout, mm-hmm. The Last Jedi, slayed at the box office. Just at, now, again, it did it make it Force didn't make Awakens as much as The Force Awakens, Alex? We're yeah. making excuses. <laughs> We're making excuses. There, it's fine. I, I just, for me, did it underperform 
Yes. 100%. But, like, I don't think Disney is freaking out about the money. Not at all. I really don't think they are. I don't think so. Guys, they already made their money back on the purchase of the goddamn company. Yeah, I think the idea... Like, well, but the, the idea is how much money do they spend on Solo? Can they make that back? Ba -ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba. What does it mean for more Solo movies? What does it mean for more spinoff movies? Those are all realistic conversations to have. But to all of a sudden, like, stamp on your forehead, Star Wars is dead. Star Wars yeah, they're is acting like the Titanic sank. It's just <laughs> like, what? Yeah, it's like... I don't know. Here's what's going to happen. In a year and a half, mark my words, everyone will have forgotten about Solo and its box office. They will have announced four standalone movies by then, and Star Wars will be like. And I'm willing to bet Solo number two will be one of them. If we get a Solo number two, I'm not going to lie, that box office doesn't look promising for a Solo number two. Mm. I know you love Solo. You love that movie, and I'm so happy you love it. It's I, I really enjoyed that movie. I think it's got some problems, but overall I like it. I think it has some problems. However, I think the general movie-watching audience will like that movie better than, say, The Last Jedi. That's, that's all well and yeah. good. We're, but that's, that's the, what we're talking about here is the way you roll out a movie. Not oh, the content. No, I know. The, the, I know. For me, it's like no one's going to go see a movie that they're confused about when it comes out what it's about dude we didn't see alden is han yeah until two months before that movie came out like really see alden is han how are you going to explain to people that like you have a new guy playing here it's like they were so worried about it for rogue one it was like it's this takes place at this time this time this time for this movie they just went nah i don't know look something happened with I don't know if it's because of like shows like ours and Twitter and this like bubble, but it's almost like they were so concerned because all of us on the internet and Twitter are talking about the issues and the production troubles and the this and the that and oh my God, it's just, it's in peril. What's going to happen? That it's like they played it. Don't blame this on us. I, I'm just <laughs> I'm saying just like, I'm just and they saw also the small bubble of people that with their digital tiki torches over The Last Jedi... And it's like they wanted to just like really play it close to the to the chest and just kind of. But yeah. it's like, guys, uh, you look at the product that you have that none of us are already privy can to. Can I be honest like, with you? Get out there and sell it. Dude, I don't even think that has anything to do with it. I think it goes all the way back to my point of like, yeah, maybe I'll give you a million bucks were the ticket sales for people that were actively protesting this movie or actively tweeting Ryan Johnson to go kill himself. Like... Those folks, they're entitled to their opinion. As irrational as I think it might be, you're entitled to that opinion. But I'll give you a million. I'll even give you two. Hell, I'll give you fifth. I'll give you. I'll give you five million bucks. Five million dollars worth of protested dollars is still underperforming. So that right there, pull it away. There's no way. I'm sorry. There's no way. A mom that lives in Indiana whose kid needed something to do on Memorial Day weekend went, what does Gobo Droid 69 think of The Last Jedi? Oh, he didn't no, like it. I'm not, Better not go see Soul. I'm not. I'm just trying to get into the mindset of the people at Disney Marketing as to what they could, and what could have possibly made them roll it, choose this rollout. I'll, uh, we'll, we'll, let's, let's role play. Let's have some fun. You're Bob Iger. Actually, no, you're head of marketing at Disney. All right, buddy. Um, it's September. We got Last Jedi coming out. It's going to be huge. 
It's going to make an insane amount of money. Star Wars, every movie, every Star Wars movie we've come out with has crossed a billion dollars with relative ease. It does it in about two and a half weeks. We have a movie called Infinity War coming out that we've invested $500 million into. It is a culmination of 15 years, 10 years of making movies, 13 if you put on the production of Iron Man. You've got X amount of marketing dollars. You can put it into a Star Wars movie with, a, with about Han Which Solo. Which just got all the marketing money in December. Just, just roll with me. You can put it into Infinity War, which is the biggest event of 2018. A cast of, of 20, 20, people, 20, a cast people, of 20 people. They need to fly all over the world. Or you can put it into Han Solo, starring a no-name actor named Alden Ehrenreich. And the kid Donald, from Community. And the kid from Community in Atlanta. And Woody Harrelson. What are you going to do? I get it. I get it. Like, it's, it's that simple. Solo will do its thing. So, Star Wars so fans will do so. Fucking push Mary Poppins out and throw Solo at Christmas. Yeah, and that's my and that's what I think. I think if you, you want to take one giant note from this, is it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. You're gonna get Star Wars and Christmas, and the next Star Wars movie that comes out in summer because it will happen. We're going to get two of these a year. Absolutely, it's gonna happen at some point, whether we want it or not. I just Disney likes money too much. I'm sorry. It, whether they want, if that movie makes, if that movie costs 150 million like it should have cost to make, it's gonna break even in two weeks, yeah. and it's gonna, it's going to make its money back. It's gonna make its money back in merch and DVD sales. All that being said, like, pump the brakes on this idea that we're somehow at the end of Star Wars. We're just at the beginning. We really like it. Re like. Remember, was everyone screaming that, oh my God, Marvel's going to crumble after Iron Man 2 came out? Like, was everyone screaming that Avengers was a bad idea after the Incredible Hulk movie? Or like Age of Ultron? How about Thor 2, The Dark World? Like, And like, Solo's nowhere near as bad as that movie. <laughs> yes, I know. Like, honestly, dude, Thor, The Dark World, nobody, to, like, every, look, dude. Look, guys, I just have one thing to ask. Can we please, like, Why? Why, why does every Star Wars film that comes out has to just... Stop yelling at them. Just change the face of cinema forever. <laughs> Stop yelling Sorry. at them. Stop like, yelling at them. I'm, I'm spitzing. I'm... <laughs> Stop yelling I'm like, oh, them. my blood pressure's up. I just, I'm like, Settle oh, down. I didn't want to have this conversation. <laughs> Settle down, big guy. I love you. Settle down, big it's guy. It's all that frustration I've been holding back from putting on Twitter. <laughs> You're killing him. You're killing him, Star Wars Twitter. You're killing my friend. Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me talk about something <laughs> remotely fun. Like, honestly, I will fast from Star Wars if I never have to hear about Solo's box office numbers ever again. I will quit Star Wars. Someone was like, are you kidding me? Next week. Oh, my God. It's either going to be, oh, did you see that dip? <laughs> that dip in the box. Oh, second week Solo. The oh same, my God! The same amount, oh. the same amount of money every movie dips. People can oh be like, my God! <sighs> oh my God! Did you like, see the like weird like whatever movie that no one cared about made a lot of money? But John Campy is gonna oof. throw his hair gel into his oh his God. hair and be like, "Okay, guys, let's talk Rook about the." Is gonna be screaming, going, "I told you, I told you," you know, and other people are gonna be like, "I fire Kathleen Kennedy," and just oh my God. <laughs> You're killing my friend, Internet. You're gonna. Hey, what do we say? Serenity now. 
Lord, grant me, Lord, grant me the, the, the strength to control the things that I cannot control. Serenity now. Serenity now. Usa. Is that what your therapist had you do? Usa. I've learned it from Martin Lawrence, Bad Boys 2. Usa. 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 the best part Usa. in Bad Boys 2. Oh, the podcast oh. listeners were gently rubbing yes. our ears. I'm rubbing my ears Usa. and taking breaths. Yeah. Oh, oh Jesus okay. Christ. And okay. And good news. And good news. Solo box good office. News. Yeah. We'll be back next week with either a dip or, oh my God, did you see? Second week, Solo's got legs. <laughs> Like, oh, God, what narrative are we going to say? <laughs> Tune in next week. It's God like, only knows. How important? I'm fucking unleashed here, people. <laughs> like, Sorry. Also, how important does Star Wars YouTube think it is? I know. That, like, what we do matters. Like, I'm going to go out there and do the Lord's work today and talk about the solo box office numbers. Okay. Hold on, though. I just want to reiterate this real quick, because you had probably the best tweet. Oh, thanks, man. The best tweet regarding Solo, and I want to shine some light on it because it's you nailed it, buddy. It was. When TFA came out, we all became expert in plot holes. I should have added this. When Rogue One came out, we all became experts in reshoots. <laughs> when The Last Jedi came out, we all became experts in character arcs and how character arcs work. And now that Solo's out, suddenly we're all experts in marketing and box office numbers. Like... Star Wars fans, we don't know everything. There are people much smarter than us running these things. Now, yes, we have ideas, we have expectations, we have things that we want. It doesn't matter. It's just a movie. Go and watch the movie. Like, if you, someone out there right now, if you're watching this and you're like, these guys are a bunch of soy boy, soy lows, I hate these guys. Uh, can I get an Impossible Burger? Thanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> First of all, soy milk is great. You don't have nearly the diarrhea you have uh, when you drink normal milk. I like milk. almond milk. Yeah, I actually, I'm an almond to be boy. Fair, to be fair, I do prefer almond milk in my kosh, in my puffin cereal from Trader Joe's. If you're going to call us by a milk, at least use the milk we drink, which is almond or coconut. I'm an almo boy. Almo boy. Almo famous. Uh, so, uh, so I'm just going to write, okay, but yeah. If for some reason you have the urge right now to be like bunch of soy boys, soy lows, now I'm calling, I'm encouraging it. Quick question: You're writing that two percent or whole? You're Those writing two. that about a movie where in the opening five minutes, a giant Barbara Streisand slug shoots out of the water and is like Han. Like just think oh, of. I can't wait for the bad lip reading. Oh, I don't care. Anyways, go on. So, like, really, just take a second, <laughs> take a breath, and realize you're that worked up about something that dumb. Moment of silence for... Well, then I'm thinking, and I'm that worked up over the that people guy... <laughs> That's so worked up this over is, something. Hey, so buddy, dumb. buddy, buddy, buddy. Usa. 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 Okay. Okay. That's enough. Let's keep it positive. We did get some fun news this week. Steve, what got announced this week? Well, Alex, you better mark in your calendar for April 11th through the 15th of 2019 because you and I and Cisco will be 
going to the Windy City, Chicago, Illinois. Sweet home, Chicago. Chicago, because Star Wars Celebration Duh. is coming to Chicago. Da Ewoks. Da Ewoks. <laughs> Are you excited? I'm pumped. We I'm already pumped. have our hotel. We don't have our passes, but yes. we will be there. We're going to submit for the podcast stage. Yes, we are. We're going to submit to maybe even get to do a fan-hosted panel. What? And we're probably going to get denied. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We're going. We're gonna if get... you're there, we'll all meet up. We're we've super already, pumped. We've already pitched this that we will do an, a 17-hour live stream from the episode 9 line. And we will talk about all. We will talk to fans in line as people get progressively crazier as they lose sleep. I also would love to just hook Steve up to a blood pressure monitor and have him read angry Star Wars tweets. That would I be a good. I have one. <laughs> I've got a portable. I can't handle that anxiety of watching your poor heart beat through this stress. Usa, Usa. Ooh, I'm gonna turn it into Chris Farley doing the bears. And again, like. People were all irritated about Chicago. Oh, Chicago's so dangerous and crime-ridden. <laughs> yeah. like, You're all going to have lightsabers and shit in your hands. Like, <laughs> relax. Nobody's going to be relax. like, let's go get those nerds. Celeb <laughs> like, Galaxy's Edge is coming to Anaheim any day now. Like, simmer down. It's like, we feel like Black Series Rebels, we should just do a pin of us with a fire extinguisher. Just like spraying <laughs> stuff all over oh the fire. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, people were really upset it about Chicago. It's so weird. It's like, why are you, what are you? People are like crying in video <laughs> vlogs. It's in Chicago. I was like, what is happening to the Star Wars community? <laughs> Sorry, I'm on one this week, guys. Uh, well, I don't know. I actually love Chicago. I think it's a I've really... never been. I'm so excited. You haven't been? No, I'm so excited for, like, some of the best restaurants in the world. Like... Chicago is actually a rad city. There's going to be a I'm lot so of really... Pumped. There's going to be a lot of fun stuff to do. Uh, I'm excited to finally get to do Celebration with you. I'm going to yeah. be coming in hot. I'm... We both are. No, I mean... But no, I'm, I'm married. Oh, yeah. Honeymoon. Oh. Landing. Chicago for Star Wars Celebration. I'm going to have a weird tan. I'm going to be like, I will have probably gotten really in shape for my tux and then gained it all back in Italy. But I would say in general, I'm excited about it being in Star Wars Celebration because you know what? I choose positivity. <laughs> I choose positivity. So vote for Alex back. Okay. Now that, now that all of Star Wars Explains fans, if they've sat through this bizarre rant... <laughs> If you while Star Wars Explained is like, they weren't really that worked up while I was there. What <laughs> yeah, happened? They were really nice. What did I miss? We, uh, we sat down with Alex from Star Wars Explained, we and we talked about some of our favorite moments from Solo, because honestly, it's it's a fun movie, and it sucks that it's there's all this... summer film. It sucks that there's all this negativity for genuinely, like, very little reason other than to be angry about something. And I don't know. I don't want to go through the next... A year and a half arguing about whether or not Star Wars is a thing. Don't care. So, with that being said, we had a great interview. We talked about some of the things we loved about Solo. And then next week, his lovely wife sits down with us and we do a more traditional Andrew, interview. Yeah. But for now, Steve, why don't we take it to an interview? We are back in our studio this week with our first guest after taking Matt Martin to breakfast. We are joined by the lovely 
Alex from Star Wars Explained. Yay! Yay! Lovely. We finally have someone who knows about Star Wars on our show. Sorry, Ken Knapsack and Joseph Scrimshaw, but he's going to beat you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much this for being here, This is going to drop after the showdown. Yeah, so <laughs> I, hope, I don't win. I hope this drops after the showdown. You've lost. Everybody's I'm going like, to comment, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> I just remember I had tweeted earlier in the week or last week something oh, yeah, like yeah. promoting Knapsack in a like, clean house at the showdown. And Alex tweets me, he's like, what about me? That's how it's going to be, huh? Huh? That's how it is? I tweet, we are Sweden from our Black Series Rebels. We will always be Sweden in the Schmodown. I totally forgot about that, and now I'm only talking to Alex. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, it's been an interesting week in Star Wars fandom. Solo has come out. We've all had opinions. We've yelled our opinions. We've all argued over stuff that we may or may not be experts in. It doesn't really matter, but... We wanted, since you're here, we wanted to talk a lot of solo positivity, have some fun, bring some joy to Star Wars fandom. Let's shill it up. Let's be <laughs> Disney shills today. I'm in my solo jacket, my solo t-shirt. You're in your Lucasfilm shirt. You're in your Princess Slaya shirt. Let's kill it. Let's kill it. So I have put together just a few questions pertaining to solo. It's sort of similar to our questionnaire that we will do in our next little sit down with you later on. But... Um, First off, you liked Solo? I did. It was probably my third favorite of the Disney movie era. Um, I liked it. It was just like very kind of all the way through. I'm enjoying this. It didn't have anything that made me like really, really jazzed, but I also didn't see anything that I was like, ooh, didn't like that. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot, but it's not going to be one of my favorites ever, I don't think. So it would be okay. number one is... TFA? Uh, a New Hope. Oh, you mean oh, Disney yeah, era? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Force Awakens, I think probably then Rogue One Solo. Solo and Last Jedi are really close for me. Okay. Because Last Jedi had a lot of high highs for me, and it also had some stuff where I was like, ah, I don't like that. So it's like, the kid kind of averages out to about gotcha. how I feel about Solo. But... So we 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 don't rank it because we're always just like I I don't know like we always like get super em. yeah just we just like, like them right so yeah. I think what's fun about this questionnaire we did this for Last Jedi which is like five things that we thought were great like and then next week we'll do five things we thought were lame but for right now we'll just we'll swing all into the light side of the force and not go into the dark side of the I like force it. right so right off the bat we know we loved it so what's our first question here Steve-O? who was your favorite character in Solo? Um. Hmm. It's like I, I really did like Rio, but I just wish we had more of them. Yes. Uh, yes. I, 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 I love pilots. So <laughs> I, I thought that his death was very moving, and I found myself going like, "Hold on, Rio!" Like I was really hoping that he would, <laughs> even though the like going into the movie, I was like, "You're right about one thing, kid. You're held pilot." Like, his mouth gets so scrunched up, and he's so sad. It's like, uh, oh, no, he's going. Don't go, I, I was still like, yeah, just get some Bacta. I'm sure it's on there somewhere. They had a shower in the ship. Like, there's got to be a first aid kit. But uh, I, I, that's my gut reaction is to say Rio. All right, all right. What about you, Alex? Who was your favorite character? Rio. <laughs> it absolutely was Rio. Like, obviously, I was the most taken by Han. I was so happy with Alden's performance as Han. I never once doubted that he was, was going to be bad. Like, it's just they saw millions of actors for that. He clearly had something in his audition that sparked their interest. So watching him, 
really nail a lot of really beautiful, poignant Han Solo moments. In a way, by the end of that, I had totally forgotten that I wasn't watching Harrison Ford playing Han Solo. And that the fact that he accomplished that is like, that is not easy to do. And we all went into that movie going, it's going to be Lando, it's going to be Chewie, it's going to be this. And yep. I left going, no, it was it was Han. Han in the Han Solo movie was amazing. So I love that. But my boy Rio going to that Minoc roast, it's nuts, is the greatest. <laughs> like Rio to me was great, and I'm with you. We needed more Rio Durant. If I, I thought we were doing just new characters, so oh, okay. I, I actually probably would go, like probably a joint Han Chewie. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure, for like, sure. Like, favorite new character was Rio, but yeah, I, I totally agree with you on Alden. That yes. I never once was like, that's not Han. I, I thought he killed it throughout. And I, I've said this many times, but I love seeing friends become friends. Yeah. And I mean, that was a highlight of Solo for me was seeing. I mean, Han that's Chewie. what that movie is. Me. That yeah. that scene is, in my opinion, worth the price of admission. Yeah. The scene yeah. of Han and Chewie. I mean, I was explaining to my wife that. That moment with the two of them in the mud and meeting, it's like the moment it happens, their relationship is instantly the relationship we have all grown to love within the first two lines of dialogue between the two of them. It's like, wow, that was fast, but so natural and perfect. Yeah. The the running away once they get out and follow me and Chewie runs off and yanks him like I love that it <laughs> the was shower a weird scene. American was... Ninja Warrior moment kind <laughs> of I was like oh my god they need to learn to work together as a family it was that's me the first time I watched it I laughed and now the more I watch I'm like this is so silly I I have to love this moment because it's like of course like Chewie's like I think I know what the best approach is and Hans this way I'm with you that was yeah. awesome. Uh, I will say, though, back to the initial question, uh, Rio Durant is my favorite character. I loved Rio so much, you know I don't fucks with Funkos. I was waiting for my phone to be fixed at the iPhone store. The, the Apple iPhone store. store. The iPhone. I'm a grandpa. Whoa, Gramps. Oh, Gramps. <laughs> at the Apple my... store, and I was like walking around the mall for two hours with no phone, no clock, no nothing, didn't know what to do. Wound up in the box lunch store to this wall of... Funkos, and they had a little wall of Star Wars stuff and a little Rio Durant Funko out of the package, and I was like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wookie. And I just was like, I need to take it. And might I add, from now on, let's not call them Wookies. They are Wookies. Wookie. Is that a Wookie? It's a Is Wookie. That a Wookie? That's a, you ever been to a Wookie? Yeah, you ever tell a Wookie they care? Uninvited a Wookie. Is that what <laughs> yeah. it is? Uh, I think. You talk a little bit about that moment with Han and Chewie in the mud and that them meeting and really having that great connection. I think when I watched the movie for the first time, and now it's slowly becoming a moment where I'm just like, wow, this is really well done. It's when the music cue kind of changes into this like beautiful, like do, 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 do. When they're flying into the clouds. Yeah. In, yeah. in, in the first time. Like the like we always call it. What do I call them? Aesthetically pleasing Chewy. Yes. Like windy Chewy is like the when <laughs> they hit the wind on Chewy perfectly, and he's like, ah. it's like he's like in a like a like a ivory soap commercial. Oh yeah. And they're he's, like, the, like the, he's he's just been he's got a, he's just had a blowout. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> like his hair's fully conditioned, freshly clean. The two of them on that bridge, just like, this is I can't believe I'm watching the moment they've really first sit down together, yeah. and it's like, hey, we're. We're pals now. By we're the way, this. the shower scene. I yes. Love <laughs> Couldn't we have done this? You want to talk time? about humor in a Star Wars movie? They really nailed the humor. I agree. Yeah. Feel of true humor in a Star Wars film. It was never a 
ooh, that joke didn't land, or an awkward, like, this is not the humor. I mean, yeah, I'm talking about Last Jedi and a lot yeah, of people's yeah, complaints yeah. about the humor and that. This was just dead on. Yeah. I'm with you, bro. Yeah? I, I got nothing to disagree with there. Yes. <laughs> Look at this civil conversation that's happening, everybody. Isn't this amazing? What Love else you it. got? Well, I already know the answer to this one for you, but uh, is there a line of dialogue in Solo that sticks out for you? <laughs> uh, man, quotes are like what I always struggle with, but you you go. Let me think. I mean, it's, I've already said it. It's when Rio Duran is like, <laughs> you ever been to a Minoc roast? It's nuts. It's like the way he says nuts. Like, I'm just picturing like... What happens with this Minoc roast and why is it so nuts? Like, picturing this, like, insane, like, nudist barbecue where it's just like, oh, like this weird, like, tribal thing. Rio Durant's, like, had one too many. He's, like, pants are unzipped. He's, like, in the back. To me, that moment, I just, I love it when they just talk about stuff that you'll never see, but you're just like, yeah, that probably That's did sure. happen. Yeah. yeah, that was my line. That, Can I just take a moment to appreciate your in-theater laugh because we saw the movie oh, yeah. with you last night and you are a laugher. Like, oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I also do like, if I'm in, if I'm watching a movie where I feel like the audience isn't, I will overcompensate. I will be like, ha, ha. it's okay to laugh, everybody. Like, stop That's judging this thing. Literally what I told my yeah. wife last night. Uh-huh. I was like, he's trying to get the ball rolling. Yeah, I'm like, let's go. The dude let's next to me, time. the dude next to me, when they did the solo reveal, he goes, ugh. He was like, he, re- he audibly groaned when he said like, solo, and like typed his name, and I went, watch this. For the rest of that movie, was like, ha! Right next to him. And he was loving it. By the end of the movie, he's like, this movie's fun. It's like, if you give people permission to be silly, just have fun, they'll yeah. have fun. Yes, I am, I was absolutely forcing it. But yes, my theater laugh is pretty obnoxious. I love it. <laughs> I'm still thinking. Still thinking? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Favorite line of dialogue, Stevie. What do you I got? mean, that is probably one of my favorites. Um... I actually love the actor's performance that is the Imperial whatever so, guy that when he think when when, when do, he's too. like kinda like I, so I do he has this yes. moment of just like like that look, the guy annoyed it, it he's annoyed at the fact that they're explaining how he got his name, but the the yes. audience member that was watching it. But that actor, that moment could have been played so terribly mm-hmm. and the way that he just kind of naturally pauses and thinks about solo he just he nails the timing on that delivery yeah, yeah. your opinion on the choice that's mm-hmm. to be debated but to say that that is a hope like he does it in a hokey way i don't think he does at all it really is like very casual like solo i just i think he really hits that part i like it i mean i love that i love the moment where you know the whole thing about being predictable Mm-hmm. At yeah, the, where, where Han ends up shooting first, oh, or no, no, he doesn't end up shooting first. It's in the, it's in the thing with um, Dearden, right? Dearden or Dryden? Dryden. 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 Why do I always call him Dearden? Star Wars explain so how do you pronounce it? Dryden. Thank you. Right. Dryden Voss, no relation to Quinlan Voss. Who? <laughs> Just kidding. I know who Quinlan Voss. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, who? All right, who do we got? What do we got? All right, all right. Uh, the thing that jumped out at me was when he's in the Kessel Run, they're being chased by the heavy TIE fighter, and he says, I learned this from my friend Needles. Yes. Best racer I ever knew. Till he died. 
doing this like that <laughs> yes. that makes me laugh every time do you really like the like back that. to the future reference was, yeah did you know yeah. that was a back yes to the future i did reference? Okay. I, I went huh needles i wonder if that was on purpose and john kazan immediately on twitter is like yes it was on purpose <laughs> also that move is super cool yeah i he, really like, love that moment up asteroid rock or whatever those things are they're like carbon mm -hmm. blocks or something like that and it like breaks through the tie fighter and freezes the tie fighter pilot instantly yeah. he's like mm -hmm. that was awesome that was one of the first like moments i think where i was just like hell yeah like yeah. that's that really got me mm -hmm. all right a lot of positivity i like this what else you got steve -O? what else do i have well let's see here oh well speaking of the back to the future little thing there what was your favorite little easter egg all right so everything in dryden voss's office is mm -hmm. awesome i remember instantly the the skull catching so, my eye please explain to me okay I was like, is that like a really weird Kingdom of the Crystal Skull reference? A What's lot of people think behind, it is. Like, what is that? It is from one of the very old Han Solo adventure books uh, by Brian Daly. So they were like, after Splinter of the Mind's Eye, they were like the first thing written in the EU. And one of them is about Han tracking down this lost treasure ship of this guy named Zim the Despot. And his sigil was like this skull. He, I think they were actually battle droid heads, but they were made out of crystal. And uh, yeah, that's just what that was. It was just to say like, hey, look, it's that thing from that old book. And that's then also awesome. on the table right in front of it is the fertility idol from Raiders of the Lost Ark. And that is like Indiana Jones right up there for me mm -hmm. with Star Wars. Oh, yeah. So seeing that, I was just like, come on, that's oh, fun. Yeah. Oh my God, I can't believe I didn't notice that. Yeah, the idol's right there, baby. Is that a holocron in yes. his office? Okay. Look at you. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks. I was like, that seems like well, a holocron. I'm like, I, that's I didn't the want to say anything. I didn't want to look stupid. It's so funny because it like, when I watch that, any of the scenes that take place in, in his little room, um, I'm like, what the hell is all this stuff back mm -hmm. there? So there's like this one little area that looks like all these like kind of African masks and stuff. Yeah. Do you have any idea what that is? Maybe Sith masks. Okay. I mean, the Sith kind of have a long history with masks. That's kind of like the problem with being... A YouTuber and like seeing a movie is like I just can't turn off the first time I see it I can't turn my brain off and I'm like what is all that I'm not paying attention to yes, the movie I'm just scanning totally. the background yeah because like I gotta make an Easter egg video yeah and, uh, <laughs> that that is the downside of doing what I do mm. all right have we ever seen his little brass knuckle knife laser blade I don't things think before? so the official guide says they are of Cuso design <laughs> Which yeah, is, man, they're of Cuso design. Do you, do I you just know, learned what Utapau was. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember Constable Zuvio? Yes. It, it's his species, so that's like a what Constable Zuvio would use You heard it here first, Heath D. Williams. Dryden Voss is using some Zuvio swag. I'm sure he knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he did. I bet he did. I'm sure he's photoshopped it many times yes. already. <laughs> I'm trying to think of my favorite Easter egg. The, the fertility idol's pretty perfect. I think... My favorite Easter egg is probably the homage to American Graffiti in the opening speeder chase. There are a couple of shots that are like frame for frame recreation. I did not know of, that. Yeah, of hair. Like there's one in spot shot in particular where like he goes up and then he goes down. And the, the exact way the camera follows uh -huh. him is a moment in American Graffiti. And I was like, that's really subtle. And you have to really understand what he's doing there. Like, I'm going to do a little nod 
to American graffiti because yeah. Han Solo really just comes from a love of hot rods. Mm -hmm. That's where this character really comes from. So I think that is probably my favorite. It's a subtle one. It's definitely not as on the nose, but giving me that feeling of watching American graffiti the first time, I was like, this is really cool. That's a really, really smart thing for Ron Howard to do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have one yet. I really don't. I don't. I still am just so... Is, did you see the answer is Rio Durant? <laughs> is that a Wookiee? Is that a Wookiee? Is that a Wookiee? Like I, this well, is yeah, not the species is, he's referencing is actually Chewbacca's species. So yeah, there, that's an that, Easter that's egg. That's an Easter egg. <laughs> no, I mean, Wookiees, like, Chewies and Star Wars. This isn't really an Easter egg, and this is super on the nose. I just really loved the whole, like, uh, yeah, this is big, big time gangster. That's an Easter egg. Right? Uh, not really. It's more of a reference. It's not yeah. really a, an Easter egg. Like a tiny... I'd say you know. it kind of counts. I'd give it to you. What about... I know what your favorite Easter egg is. Uh, Beckett in Lando's bounty hunter gear. Yeah. From Return of the Jedi. That That's was, pretty good. I don't know why I loved that as much as I did, but I was like... Because it makes perfect fantastic. sense. In fact, when I was watching your canon thing uh, video that you did for May 4th today... There's a reference in there of where Leia got the, the Bosch, the Bosch outfit, yeah. outfit. And I was like, I love that too. I don't know why. I love finding out where they got these <laughs> these things. In fact, I loved the fact because at some point I was like, oh no. He left his bag with the, the Lando <laughs> skip thing. And then all of a sudden it shows him running out. He's got his bag. And I was like, yes, it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what else you got for us? Bro? All right. What is your favorite music cue in the movie? I feel like... I don't want to say the part where the Empire shows up at the Kessel Run because it's like, bum, 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 bum. I mean, all of that. It's just like five references at a time. And it's all kind of like John Powell using John Williams stuff. And it sounds great and it really takes you back. And that's great. But like, I want to give John Powell some credit. Yeah. Uh, I really like Infus Nest stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought that that's probably the theme that really stuck with Surprisingly controversial. Some, some people really don't like it, but I it's think very it's memorable. Cool. Yeah. I also... Something that hit me last night while we were watching it was when Chewbacca's melody comes in. I was like, I would love it if John Williams started taking things yes. and bar like do what John Powell just did with your stuff. Take Chewbacca's melody and use it. I think that would really tie Solo in with the saga films. I think that'd be great. And that's something that's going to have to happen because, as we know, John Williams is getting older and people are going to have to start sharing this music a lot more. And it would be really cool if that became as collaborative as the filmmaking itself. Mm -hmm. It was like, yeah, borrow a little bit of Rogue One, take a little bit of Solo. I like, uh, yeah, cause I have to, I'll have to go and listen to Chewie's theme, but I have found myself putting the soundtrack on when I'm like about to start a long drive and I'm like, just driving a little faster than I should be, <laughs> feeling a little like Han. My little dice are dangling. I think my favorite music cue is, I've already said it, it's when they fly into the clouds and it changes to Han and Chewie in the sky. Just, I, that was the thing that I felt was missing from the trailer. I kept talking about this with Steve was, I wanted this, like, this, the feeling of him in the sky, in the clouds with, like, the, like, the, the air blowing in his face because that to me is what I always found so interesting about him that's what he really desires is just to be free and to not be sort of subservient to like some greater cause like yeah. just being out in that moment when he and Chewie look at each other like we're free we did it we're no longer in chains we're not when's the last time you could say that when's the last time you could say it and just hearing that 
It was very like How to Train Your Dragon. Yes, it was. It was very yeah, How to Train I liked Your it Dragon, a lot. which to me still felt Star Wars. Mm -hmm. I think that's my favorite music cue. All right, all right. Uh, my favorite music cue is the first appearance of the Falcon. Yeah, the that's oh, good. That's good. Revealed, like, Damn it, that's good. Like yeah. that moment, it's just and and there's something that I I've noticed that I love. Oh, like, that's good. Every time <laughs> someone new is introduced to the Falcon, it's this moment. Whether it's, which is a new thing. Whether it, but whether yeah. it's like Luke is like what that hunk of junk in in A New Hope, to Ray in the Force Awakens, yeah. like being like that crap over there, and then experiencing Han's the reveal of yeah. it, and it's actually this beautiful looking, amazing thing. Yeah, love at first sight. That's love at first sight. And I know we're keeping it super positive, but I would have liked a little more. Of Han saying like, because obviously it's his dad built these. That's why he's so drawn to that ship, right? He says like, my dad built these. He always wanted to be a pilot. That's what forms that deep bond with that ship. At least that's what I gathered from no, it. I, I love could be wrong. That. I love that choice for them. And I too. think I think maybe a little bit more of that would have given the Falcon just a little bit more juice in that movie. Just a little bit more. But I'm with you. That moment. Oh my god, it's beautifully shot too, right? Mm -hmm. Like the gold haze sort mm -hmm. of around it. Oof. Oh, so minty fresh. <laughs> All right, so let's say we get a solo two. Where would you like to see things go? What kind of adventure would you like to see Han and Chewie go on? I'm kind of of the opinion that like, okay, if this Boba Fett movie is real, I think I would prefer it almost that that be the sort of kind of stealth sequel mm -hmm. where Han and Chewie are still involved, but it's also following Boba Fett. And I, I don't know. I, I want to not get too bogged down with, okay, we're now going to do a solo trilogy. I'd rather they spend time exploring new things mm. quicker. So I'm not like clamoring for Solo 2, even though I really liked Solo. Um, but yeah, I'd be fine seeing them start working with Jabba, seeing the job that uh, got Jabba mad at them, even though I think that was kind of sort of told in a choose-your-own-adventure book recently. <laughs> so, like, I don't know if that's eh. out now or if that's considered, like, not quite canon. I don't know how they want to handle choose-your-own-adventures. I think we put choose-your-own-adventure in the let-it-go, guys. <laughs> like, it's a choose-your-own-adventure book. <laughs> I don't know if we had the conversation on camera or not, but I was talking with someone recently where I was talking about how, you know, I'd be all right with the Boba Fett movie actually being a quasi-solo sequel. Mm -hmm. And should they do a Lando movie, it is sort of a quasi... It's like it's, a scoundrel yeah. It's almost like a scoundrel anthology. Like the smuggler anthology. Yeah. I'm into that. I like that. I mentioned this to you after we saw it the other day. Uh, and I've mentioned this to you. I don't know why. I sort of get a total, like... Just, nerd chub? just a nerd chub over the idea of Mall Squad versus Java Squad. <laughs> it's, that is so stupid. I, like I, the, I'm into that. When you told me that, I'm like, like the yeah. Warriors, but exactly. It's like, <laughs> oh, I kind of like that. Oh, no, you're onto something. I think. Like, the, could you imagine like Jabba like Maul looking at Jabba like I'll just destroy you you fat oh, slug oh, and he's oh, like oh, 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 oh you oh, don't oh. even understand I've got rancors I've got all these skiff guards you don't have anything and I'm Maul's like, like you just like piqued my interest I mean, hard and like <laughs> the way but I you look know at, Salacious Crumb is gonna fuck Maul up somewhere dude could you imagine like Maul, com my Maul comes in and he's like what's up man I'm Maul Bobby Bob and Salacious is like ah! 
Like they're just like, so, for me, if you're going to introduce Maul, right? I know it's canon. He came back in Clone Wars. He's in Rebels. Bobbity bobbity ba. If you're going to do that, if you're going to have the courage to confuse 75% of the audience, like let's be real, the first screening there were gasps. Every subsequent screening, as we get further away from it, people get seem to be a little more like, oh, okay. And that's not saying it's bad. If you're going to do that, just dive uh -huh. straight in. Give me Maul Squad versus Jabba. Get nuts with it. Find a reason why Han doesn't ever see Maul. Find a good reason, and then we'll go from there. Well, the idea that, okay, we know that Maul loses crimson dawn by the time of rebels and that he winds up on malachor so like yeah let's see that maybe crimson dawn gets a little too big for their britches the other four syndicates say like enough of this and it's like they pick off crimson dawn while he's escaping to malachor or something Dude, that'd be dope that is the warriors like java but, uh, like, literally is like rolls in on his little trolley and he's like oh 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 it's oh. like the godfather dude like <laughs> You know, I want, you know, the Invader in Rogue One, when he ignites his lightsaber, we need the Jabba reveal to be the same thing, except it's his laugh. So you just yeah, see this just... big, fat silhouette of Jabba, and you just hear, oh, 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 ah, I'd be like, yes, it's Jabba. That, let me in. Let's pitch it. You heard it here first, guys. Maul Squad versus Jabba Squad. Is that it? Is that what you want to see? Yes! Is that your answer? Absolutely. I want Maul Squad versus Java Squad. I want Han just being like, this I'm is in. bizarre. <laughs> All right. I'm in. Cool. What would you want to see? Uh, I'd like... Well, again. you kind of mentioned like the weird kind of scoundrelly well, like I'd Boba. I'd kind of like to see it be sort of like a weird scoundrelly kind of anthology thing. But I got to tell you, first and foremost, look, we know the box office was not what people wanted and certainly not what Disney and everybody wanted. But I got to tell you, I had so much damn fun with Han and Chewie, and Lando, and even the new characters that they brought in that I'm like, please, I need to go on more adventures. I need to go and have... I loved The Last Jedi. I'm one of its biggest defenders. I also like having a Star Wars film that is not necessarily... Challenging you at challenging every turn. Challenging me yeah. at every turn, <laughs> yeah. and making breaking my heart while trying to repair it, and all these... Sometimes I just want a Star Wars film that's just... An adventure and a great time and solo did it for me and i am damn it i am already ready to book my next seat on the millennium falcon to go on that next adventure that was awesome Grandpa. way to sales pitch that yeah. man well i mean the thing about star wars that makes it awesome is that you know if we don't get a solo sequel in film form they'll do a book they'll do a comic you're gonna see to him again. No, I'm I'm <laughs> you can just watch my videos yes uh well if they don't do a movie I want to write the Jabba Squad versus Maul Squad. Oh, we'll comic. tag team that fan fiction. Yeah, if let's you want. do that fan fiction. <laughs> See, that's I, the kind of fan fiction this community needs. <laughs> Jabba Squad versus Once you Maul said Squad. warriors in space, I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. We had, I, I pitched that idea. I mean, well, obviously, there's the Uda Pals. Uda Everybody Pals. loves you, you know the You know the, uh, the like, Snow Pals? The Airbud dogs, where it's like the six gold retrievers sure. that save Christmas. Uh -huh. We're gonna do the Uda pals, okay. which is a bunch of Udas and pals that save Christmas. That's another. That's a classic. Well, they save the holiday. Life but, day. Yeah, yeah they save life, life day. Yes, uh, but I think I think Mall Squad versus Java. That's what it's called. Mall, Mall Squad. Squad versus Java Squad. A, so, a Star Wars story. A, Star Wars a solo story. kind of Star Wars story. And then there, then you're gonna be on Collider. Uh, 
a week later after it comes out ask, answering questions, how much Star Wars is too much Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> we finally did it. My, our, movie, our movie was the thing that was too much Star Wars. I'll be like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, I think it's safe to say we have a lot of positivity for this movie. It's not perfect, but we're able to talk about it and love it. And that doesn't mean that we're giving it a pass for the sake of it being Star Wars. However, I like Star Wars. I'm going to like a movie with Han Solo and Chewbacca. If I can like Attack of the Clones, I can like Solo, a Star Wars story. Easily. Yeah. Well said. <laughs> Someone out there is like, Attack of the Clones is way better than Star Wars. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, well, Empire yeah. Strikes Back sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this comes out before that. Either way. Don't pooch next week. Guess you got to watch next week. Don't want, so, so next week, we have Alex back. We're going to have a more traditional interview with him and his lovely wife who runs Star Wars Explained together. We do our, our traditional breakdown. We talk about their fandom, all that good stuff. But we felt the need to sort of maybe break down some positivity about Solo because... We felt the disturbance in the force. We felt it. We feel it in our Twitter mentions. So we wanted to give you guys something positive to talk about this Sunday when we drop this. But as always, guys, you can check him out at... Uh, my YouTube channel is Star Wars Explained, and we're on Twitter at Star Wars Explained. Ooh, like a G, like you've done this before. Smash that like button. <laughs> Smash that like button. And the subscribe. Yeah, and, and do us a favor. He's got like 400,000 subscribers. Just... Hit, hit that subscribe. button. Hit subscribe. Get us up to like. You have to say smash. 2200. Yeah, they that's why. <laughs> smash that subscribe. Actually, we'll do it Star Wars style. Man, blast that subscribe button. Shoot first at that like button. And be sure to tweet angry things at a comment below. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And remember, may the force be, be with you. you. Thanks for checking out the show, and if you liked what you saw, remember to hit subscribe. And if you're listening to us over on iTunes, please give us a five-star review. If you guys want to support the show, you can check out our merchandise shop. Every order that we sell goes right back into helping us make this show. And remember, tell your friends. May the force be with you.